Pisa, and I give a shit. It's a nice hot day out here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I love summer. You know, I was thinking about all my favorite. Uh, my favorite month is July, then June, then August. It's my third favorite month because I'm a, I'm a summer type person. Uh, anyway, um, thanks for listening. And everybody who came out to the Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit Radio Free Brooklyn showcase at the most awesome place, the Footlight, this past Monday. I love you. Thank you for being there. We had such a great time. We had such a great crowd. We had this amazing band, Pink Clouds, played. Um, we had comedy, Moreno Monolo. We had we had this really cool porno by uh, video by you know montage or pornage as porno Jim would say, and it was actually a lot of uh, pornography based on uh, therapy sessions where the therapist you know had huge tits, not like me, like really huge. I mean, mine are mine are okay. Over the years, you know, I've had mine since I was eleven, and that would have been like nineteen sixty seven. So when I first got them, they were sort of average size. But now with all this other shit, they've gotten pretty small. I mean, relatively. Lisa, do you think my, this is my guess, Lisa Kaplan. Do you think they're small or average? Uh, a little on the small side. But, Smallish, yeah. but fine. They're fine. But fine yeah. yeah, they're not bad. I mean, I, I'm happy with them. I'm happy with them. Uh, and I have, I've only heard compliments. I've never had any complaints about my tits. I can say that I've had many complaints about so many aspects of my physical being and personality and everything else, but never my tits, except my mom who said that I look like I was showing my wares in the sixties when I went out without a bra selling my wares, not showing my wares, selling my wares. I wish I was cause then I would have gotten some money and gotten the fuck out of that place. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck the suburbs of Philadelphia. Fuck everyone. Fuck all of you. Oh, God. Listen to me. Listen to me. I I don't know why I'm so wound up today. I know why I'm wound up because I have this really amazing guest, Lisa Kaplan. Hi, Lisa. Hi. And I'm looking at her right now. She looks awesome. She looks happy. And the reason Lisa is on today is because we did a show in June, on June 8th, just a couple of months ago. And it really seemed like Lisa's life was going really well, but I was a little concerned about her moving forward. Okay. So so what uh, I did was I invited her back on. And uh, what I need to do right now before I get to this, get to the rest of this is just remind you, that you are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn because I'll get in trouble if I don't do this and then I'll be it'll be on my mind and we won't get anywhere and then it'll be all go to shit. No, no, that never happens. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, the greatest station in the Western Hemisphere. We're at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Uh, you must... It's like, this show is great. Dr. Lisa gives a shit and my guest today is particularly great. Lisa, her name is Lisa Kaplan, also comic or former comedian. But, you know, we have so many great things. It's just such a great range of talk and politics and music of all sorts. And it's a great community-based station. And if you go to our page and uh, you can pledge money and uh, 
that will help keep this nonprofit going. And if you you can even make it tax tax deductible. Okay, there I, I I said it, and I hope you I hope you I hope you received what I just said. But most importantly, back to Lisa. So we had this really when Lisa was on on June eighth. You um, and I posted it on my Facebook page. I'll post it again. This session we had, you can listen to it for yourself. But we had a really great session and. Lisa had been through a lot. Uh, her mother had died. She had taken over this apartment, three-bedroom rent-controlled apartment in Lower East Side, right, Lisa? Yes. And she had done a Which lot. Which I paid for in emotional blood. Emotional blood, for sure. We found that out. And she'd also been party, part of part and party of this great uh, therapy group that was uh, specialized. I'd never heard of anything like this. They specialized in borderline personalities which Lisa's, not Lisa, Lisa's mother was a borderline personality. And it was a whole year program, and Lisa had done really well. And, um, right, Lisa, how, you were in a good, you know, you were in a good place then. I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Uh, the months have worn me down. No, no, then. but. No, no I'm that's still just pretty you good. Being, I'm just, still pretty good. Yeah, and I thought that. Um, so what happened was Lisa, everything was going really great. And Lisa had done all this hard work. And the one thing, the two things that, she, that uh, we wound up at the end of the session notice, noting was that we really wanted her to um, really move ahead with her vision of doing storytelling instead of stand up and also uh, dating because she hadn't been dating and we wanted to get get her dating because it was she was in a good place and it was time to start dating it was and you were like so what this is what happened i'm going to play you uh the last two minutes of the session that lisa and i had on june 8th are you ready for this yes okay useful to go out to things that you are interested in mm -hmm. and you know and like I'm hoping that my day-to-day -day interactions will be different enough that I will be able to mm -hmm. utilize those interactions to get a date yeah I think that the dating app is a really good way to get started though mm -hmm. just to have right. like so how I'm afraid you're going to procrastinate frankly that's what I'm worried about I'm, this is what I'm afraid of I'm afraid of that <laughs> since we have three minutes left i'm afraid that you're going to procrastinate about uh dating and i'm afraid you're going to procrastinate about storytelling and those two things could really feed each other and really move you forward are you going to procrastinate i probably will uh i'm a slow mover i'm very hard on myself about my procrastination that's one of my okay. problems i don't want to and i have people around me to keep me honest okay you know what can you we do this? We have two We have we have two minutes. Uh -huh. So can we make an, another date in a month from now, wow. or six weeks? How about two months? Okay, two months from now. Uh huh. Uh, we'll I'll pick it when in. we're and no, you're going to come in and report on one date and one storytelling wow. show. Will you do it? Okay. Yeah. There we go, folks. She said yes. And she's here. Lisa Kaplan. Yay. Yay. You did it, Lisa. I did. And you're a success. To Just, some we, degree. No, you're, see, yeah, this is, no, 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 no. We are. We, I tried. Is, 
This is going to be We Love Lisa Kaplan Show. You can't get away from this. We are not going to let you say anything not nice about yourself. Okay. All right? So uh, I think that you're a success already just because you're here. I mean, you did it. You came in, and you came in to report. And Well, I couldn't have you talking bad about me all over Brooklyn for an hour. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we would have gotten somebody else in to do that. (laughs) This show's ruthless. Come on, you know that. Um, but anyway, I uh, so I'm so pleased that we actually are following through and we're here. But also, uh, I just want you listeners to know if in your bath, you guys are sitting there in your bathrobes. You don't have bathrobes because you don't have enough money to afford a bathrobe. You're probably just naked. Maybe you're in a commune. Everybody's probably naked. It's hot out. There's no air conditioning. It's a big, sweaty, fucking smelly mess where you are. I can just picture it now. Uh, so I, I don't really know. I don't really know. We're going to find out. We're all going to find this out together. Lisa sounded a little more positive about her storytelling that adventures than her dating one. So we're going to start with that. So Lisa, tell us what happened. How, how, how have you made progress with your storytelling? Have you been doing it? Like, how did you get, let's do this. Tell us how you got motivated, got motivated, got got motivated to do the first you ha- say you have done it you have I did do it since we since June 8th. I did yeah so tell us how you got motivated tell us tell us your journey well I was motivated by having to come back here really and That's uh, awesome. well that was the deadline awesome see yeah wow. it worked it worked and uh so I did uh, part of the reason I said two months instead of one month is because I took the first month to procrastinate <laughs> okay that's but you knew yourself uh, See, i knew that myself. was very exactly. healthy yeah. very very healthy i knew it was uh unrealistic that i would get it all done in a month so um then you know time was a waste now i did join so yeah um so first i was doing the dating i started that first and then as an mm-hmm. afterthought not an afterthought i finally just signed up for a storytelling uh open mic Oh, wonderful. and I did that about two or three weeks ago. Oh, wonderful! Two and a half weeks ago, Where? and uh, mm-hmm. on Fourteenth uh, Street. Uh, oh, uh, the uh, some I don't remember where it was. Is it a? Oh, okay, yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So that was actually really fun. Uh, oh. I expected it to be. It was like three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Nice. And so you always, uh, I imagine, it would be like uh, the comedy open mics where it's kind of sad (laughs) and everybody there is uh paying you know while you're performing they're looking at their notes right and that kind of thing and everybody in the room will go up on stage and once they're done they'll leave so if you're at the end of the show you're talking to the person who runs the show right so it wasn't that bad it was actually a nice group of people some people didn't go up on stage i don't know what they were doing there Uh, and the people who were there are very nice. And one of them I had known from a workshop I did uh, back in November. Oh, a so, storytelling workshop? Yeah. yeah. Nice. And uh, so I did my story. And the story I had done a couple times before. So it was an easy story. It didn't take a lot to write it or tell it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was rough. 
but it doesn't matter. No. And I was comfortable and I enjoyed being. And mm-hmm. while I was there, I realized, oh, this would be like you forget what it's like to perform and what it's like to be around other people who are performing. And uh, I think that the storytelling uh, circuit, the people who do it are possibly closer to my interests than the stand up. Well, they're definitely like, I'm just going to say this. I think they're nicer. Yeah. Like less. There's not, I mean, being, being a stand up comedian takes a certain amount of fuck you power. It just does. It doesn't have to, but it doesn't have to, but it's a lot, a lot, but you can't. Yeah. I mean, not everybody's like that, but you have to, you have to honor that, that that can be a big part of it. And that's fine because you know, if you're going to get in that pool, but I do think that storytelling is just nicer. Yeah, and I think that my writing style lends itself more to storytelling. Oh, nice. So when I'm doing stand-up, that's, you know, my mind works that way, and I I write in jokes, so it it varies. But, uh, yeah, so now I want to do more of them. And just just yesterday, I contacted somebody uh, I knew, I don't know, 16 years ago in a workshop that uh, was running a show. And I wanted to get the emails for signing up. Good for you. Shout out, Lisa. And shout out to anybody that, um, you know, runs a storytelling show or knows about a storytelling show that can. uh, I I will vouch for Lisa's talent and ability. And I think a lot, (laughs) a lot of people were. So now's a good time to get her on your show before. I think you're going to, I think if you, booked. you are going to get booked <laughs> if you, if you stick with it, don't mm. you think? I mean, yeah, I, you I could think see I, it'll happen for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I think I have the talent where my, um, uh, insecurities lie is in my ability to get things done as opposed to whether I'm capable ultimately of doing them well. Right. But did you feel like you proved to yourself because you went there and you had a good experience? Are you going to go back? Probably, yeah. I don't know that I'll go to that one specifically, but I mean, there are a lot of shows. So I'll see, once you start doing them, you yeah. get the lay of the land and, and people tell you about other shows. And uh, Right, yeah. right. But also um, getting started or doing comedy took a lot of get up and, I mean, you were able to make that happen. Yeah, I have no idea how that, how I did that. Well, I bet if you if you could put on the the I love Lisa glasses, I love Lisa Kaplan glasses, you would see right away clearly where that came from because I see I can I can pretty much see it. I can pretty much see it. You know what I got to say? I should, about, I should uh, take you around with me everywhere I go. <laughs> I'll just whisper. be my little. Uh, I'll make a little tape for you. Session. How's that? Okay. Maybe I should start doing that. Or I should I should or I could become schizophrenic and. No. I try to get positive voices in my head. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but I definitely think, and I also can tell just from the little bit we, you know, I consider this working together and, you know, um, I deal with a variety of people and you're somebody that's really on top of it. I mean, you know, you've got to know this. I mean, you've got to know this. Uh, and you're, it's your refusal to know it. It's not that you don't have the talent or the ability or the drive or any of that. It's your refusal to allow yourself to own it. And I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to figure that out. Yeah, um, that's a primal narcissistic wound, I think. Well, 
you know, we need, it's a cognitive problem. It's yes, a cognitive, it, it's just a cognitive, it's really actually kind of simple. I mean, we can't solve that. You just got to like, yeah. One, one of, if I were going to get a tattoo. Yeah. Uh, one of the tattoos I would get would be uh, the phrase, there's nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. There you go. Okay. Okay. We're going to, okay. Well, that's good that you, you know, you, we can even quote that quote. That's there. There you go. You see, you, you know what, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You, you, you know, and I'm not going to let you manipulate me into, <laughs> into like, into filling that black hole because I'm the same way. I've got a black hole, but I own my black hole. Yeah. You did start out the show pretty dark. <laughs> I well hey I'm dark I'm dark that's Nothing my wrong charm with dark Nothing I like wrong. dark dark is real I I started out my my film loving in my teens uh with Ingmar Bergman so and what was dark about the way I started this anyway I don't know you were railing against somebody oh I was telling I was uh yeah, telling uh, what the, you about mean. the hotness and the, I, I was telling I everybody that they were. I like to abuse my audience because then I'm not afraid of them. They I can set them up not oh, to so like me. Oh, so that's why you said they didn't have robes. They're sitting naked because you have to view your audience as if they're naked. No, I just uh. want to think of them as like just a bunch of like crazy people who can't get who are just stuck in a basement and the only thing they have is 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 just the possibility of listening to this and that's why they're forced they're forced to listen to this because they have nothing else to do and no clothes to wear and nowhere to go and nothing like i said dark yeah i've got a, a black <laughs> hole i'm okay. a black hole too um so how are you how do you feel about what you uh, i mean uh, that's an accomplishment we recognize that yeah okay oh, absolutely and, and i also uh, so the um i did it twice that's and great. the last time was this past Saturday. Uh, a friend of mine was doing stand up for the first time. Oh, and exciting. I wanted to support her. So I mm -hmm. went to another one of these uh, basement three o'clock Saturday afternoon mm -hmm. shows and they didn't have that many people. So uh, they, you know, they asked me if I wanted to go up. I'm like, I could tell a story. So I did oh, it again. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, Take you the opportunities when they appear. You know, yes. And themselves. what kind of how did you feel about how do you feel about the feedback you've gotten on the um, on the uh, storytelling you've done? Because there's always that's always so great to learn that way. Any any kind of art, if you put it out in the world, you're going to get making art, putting it out there changes the art. I didn't make that up. Annie, Annie Heron, the late great curator, Annie Heron made that up. But um, I think it's true. So how did putting the work out there affect it? I don't know. It didn't affect it that much. It's a, it's a crazy story to begin with. So people usually uh, respond to the story rather than the way I told it. It's uh, I d doesn't take much embellishment. Oh, to, oh. Uh, uh, and you'll have to come to my next show. To, I guess <laughs> to so. Maybe we get a recording of this eventually. Yeah. And we can play it. How about, uh, you know, I was just thinking right off the top of my head, maybe we'll have you back in two months again and we can check in on you again. You can bring the story and we can I play can. it, a recording yeah. of it. I maybe. mean, I, you know, the way that I feel about it is that I could make it much better than just a simple retelling. And that's the art of, of storytelling mm -hmm. is to, uh, you know, not just recite what happened, but give it meaning 
and right. generally and in the context for your life. And so that's what I'm struggling with. And also getting rid of the ums and the uhs and the, yeah. you know, making it more precise polished. And, and polished. Yes. Yeah. So, so you're on your way the there. You're yes. on your way there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you're pretty confident you're going to be doing it again. Like you don't yeah. feel like that's going to be a problem. We're going to have to get you motivated. I don't think so. Good. I, I think I will. Good. Be I, I, I think you will, too. As a matter of fact, I insist it, and I'm sure you will. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the dating side of things. Uh, did you, when, when, I, when you first started talking with me today, you had mentioned that uh, you started off dating, and then what happened there? So I joined uh, Match.com because I think I tried uh, Tinder, mm-hmm. but uh, being uh, middle-aged and... <laughs> frustrated wow. with with apps i you know i couldn't i don't know I, it's not for it's not for everybody it's not for everybody very, i didn't think it was my market my my audience i don't know not if you're first starting to date that yeah. seems like for really experienced daters maybe <laughs> for people who are into dating i mean you got to make quick decisions you got to have a lot of follow. You got to well, enjoy it. I just don't like typing on my phone. I don't and either. And I couldn't do my profile on my computer, so I just like went to match. And so what happened there was I got close. I put up my, ah. uh, you know, I purchased my subscription nice. and I put up, I, I refined and edited my profile and uh, chopped it down to be just the high points. And I think that was better. Mm-hmm. And I put up some recent photos and i emailed a bunch of people and you're talking about tinder no, or no, uh, match? match you're talking about match match yeah right and uh i got as far as calling somebody really? who had agreed to meet me for coffee nice but she was on another call or so she said when I called and cause she had given me my num her number to call her. Right. And so when I did, I, she was on another call. She said she'd call me back and she never did. So, and you know, it sounded like she was ambivalent about the whole process and I, yeah. And you never know what's going on in somebody's yeah, life I didn't at the moment, but you didn't take it personally. No, That's good. Uh, That's know. the first step. Yeah. She, um, she doesn't know me. <laughs> she, doesn't know, she doesn't know me well enough to not like dislike you. me. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that refreshing? After a coffee date, I might take it personally. But, and, uh, uh, and I tried a few other people. You know, there's not a lot of options. That, you know, I'm so I'm 57 and there aren't as many lesbians in my age range. And I guess I'm looking for between 40 and 65 let's say mm-hmm. or 70 and um so there weren't there weren't a lot of there, there weren't were, a lot of women to i choose mean there from. are but there you know it's N- not a lot of women that appeal to you. not no not at well, all what about are there any lesbian what uh dating sites i don't think so not specifically are you serious i don't know i'm not on I, i'm not up on it but uh, don't you have lesbian friends <laughs> uh yes well my roommate does anyone out there know about Tinder, a so... lesbian dating site please call in well, 718-928-9732 i still call don't think in. i'm interested so what i discovered okay. or what my okay. takeaway from the experience on match which re- affirmed what I had thought beforehand 
was that it's a really hard way to meet people that share your particular interests. And what I had been doing, uh, what in my mind I had been thinking the way I will meet women is to do storytelling. Oh, and well, to that's be a great out idea. in the world and yes. uh, try to make connections that way. That's And great. then people know me. Right. And so I don't, you know, I'm always worried about uh, presenting myself as uh, prettier. Like, I don't want to meet somebody from a dating app site. And when I appear at the coffee thing, they're like, oh. Well, there is a certain superficiality, for better or for worse, Yeah, uh, depending on what side of the coin. I would, I mean, I wouldn't like that either. And I don't think my particular charms are well conveyed through a picture or, you know, what my likes and dislikes. I think that you would have to know me a little bit to know what is particular about me that makes me special or interesting well your brain and your personality are definitely like a big (laughs) asset for sure and i you know on anybody and uh and that 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 is much less that is much more distinctive an instinctive great thing about you that is not going to come along come out in any photograph really i don't think uh, yeah, I don't think I'm very photogenic. Well, I don't care if I mean, you I don't are or not. Bad. I don't look bad. I just no, don't. I don't care. If, I mean, my... if your if your thing is, you know, charm and charisma, how do you show yeah. that in? I mean, unless you know, exactly. whatever. Um, I do think it's cool that you went through the exercise in a sincere and 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 real way to get. To think, did you do you think you got to that point by exploring, putting putting yourself on the site and all that stuff? I did, I, though I I be, it just reminded me that that's why I didn't do it since the last time I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that every time I try, that's what happens. You know what I'm also hearing? I'm also hearing that uh, you like or you are, let's say you you maybe prefer or you're you're more comfortable or a positive way for you to present yourself as a human being is on a storytelling stage is do you think that's true did you feel good about yourself i'm guessing you felt good about yourself when you were up there doing your storytelling thing i do i think well and i did when i was doing stand-up i mean it it shows that you have something to offer you know it, it makes you interesting you present your thoughts and ideas and people hear them and either laugh or are moved mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. stand-up or storytelling and yeah it's uh, it's a way to kind of present yourself to to this is my portfolio of who i am and who who likes me and who doesn't and okay i'm gonna play devil's advocate here <laughs> okay now that's why i'm here <laughs> <laughs> now now the um the danger in that there's a danger in that i'm going to say mm-hmm. uh the danger in that could be that you know you're showing what you're good at and that is a, that is that can be a crutch in meeting in having confidence in meeting people because you are that is your you know that is that is a particular talent of yours writing and performing so if people see you and that's what you um, 
feel good. That helps you feel good about yourself. I mean, that's what art does for us. It helps us feel more ourselves. But if you use that as a crutch to meeting people, that's selling yourself short to yourself. What I mean is, I, I can think of this more clearly in the terms of like an artist. Like if you meet, because those are visual, they're, they're not seen with their work. So if you meet an artist and all they want to do is tell you their art, about their art, you're not getting to see the real person. And they're also telling you that I'm afraid you won't like me if you don't see me through the lens of my art. And quite frankly, the art people, the creative people I know, um, I love most of them. I don't always like their work. Like the people I love that are creative people, some of them I love their work, some of them I may not even like it. But nevertheless, what I love about them isn't, is separate from their work. Mm-hmm. And I'm just afraid that you're going to sell yourself short by not feeling confident or not being as, let's say, proactive about presenting yourself without your work. Well, uh, <laughs> that's certainly a possibility. I mean, the the advantage to storytelling, uh-huh. especially if you're doing it authentically, is that you're sharing the parts of yourself that are not as, I mean, it's different than visual art, let's say, where you're actually talking about yourself and you're, Uh, It's more direct. It's more direct and it's more informative about who you really are. And I don't expect to be like up on stage and come off and the groupies are going (laughs) to surround me. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Uh, You know, I figure it'll just be a way to, it's sort of like a calling card and then you get to know people in the community and you get to know each other. So it's a way of socializing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's more, yeah, it's not, it's just not, it's not just like, oh, this is who I am. No, it's, it's just, it's an into the club of people uh, who are doing it and are interested. Oh, and, and then maybe they'll invite you to other things yeah. that aren't even storytelling yeah. based. I'm a little disappointed. I didn't know about your fet the other day. You I would didn't? have come. No, I would have loved to come to that. How did you miss that? I don't know. How did I miss inviting you yeah. to that? I'm really, yeah. yeah. Well, that is that so is too bad. But the radio station, we're going to be doing more. Mm-hmm. Probably the last. Mondays of the month and stuff like that. So there will be more opportunities. But yes, it is a, it is a way to socialize as uh-huh. well as to do art. And um, did, so have you met, who are you meeting? Have you met new people through uh, this? Yeah, I think, I mean, I only did two of them and I don't think there was any, there weren't any people from the first one and the second, you know, there weren't. You're, yeah, you just got started. I just got started. So I know that when I start doing it more regularly, I'll come to see people uh, again and again, and you get to know people. So I don't really, not yet. So no. you're planning on becoming part of this community. Community. You found yeah. you found a community that you think is a good I community. I think so, yeah. But, so, you know, the, the um, price of admission is writing. <laughs> right. And... Uh, you know, honing your craft and, and performing and, uh, that's hard, but it's, oh, yes. you know, it's, that's it's right. satisfying that's a lot too. of work. <laughs> right. Oh man, you should go back on, I'm on, yeah, writer's go block on a, right yeah. now. Go on a writer, go on a, uh, app. Well, yeah. actually, you know so what I've easier. got? Match.com. I have a friend who, um, just moved out of town, uh, much to my dismay. 
uh, but we're we decided to keep each other um, honest about writing yeah. every day. Really? Yeah. So oh. right now it's just fifteen minutes a day for this That's week, great. and then you know we'll see where we are in a in a week. And um, but you know it's a way to I think when I did the workshop back in uh, the fall. I hadn't written for a long time and it was too much to bite off. Like I, I oh, quit halfway uh, through just because I wasn't writing and it was too overwhelming and uh, I need to build up that muscle. So well, you learn, you, you're a quick learner. <laughs> you are. I mean, you, yeah. you, you have demonstrated in several instances here where you, um, you know, took what you learned and channeled it into something that was more suited to to where you are right now. Those are good coping skills. What the fuck? (laughs) Now, if we could just put a lid on your black hole, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to... This package with a little confidence could be dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're we're still still ways away from that. We're still ways ways from that. But I want to remind people again that they're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn because they are so smart and fortunate to be listening to this station, which is the best station in the Western Hemisphere. And um, you're listening to Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm here with a former comedian, now currently a storyteller, Lisa Kaplan. And we are uh, talking, we are having, we are, we are, we are catching up on her progress and she seems to be doing pretty well. How are you, are you feeling like, yeah, I'm doing good? Uh, with the storytelling, I'm, I feel okay. I just, you know, I'm constantly struggling with uh, daily productivity. And just getting anything done. And I, I don't even have a job. I need, a, I need to find a job. And even without a job, I still don't get a lot done. So, so how, how what, 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 what's, your, what's your schedule? What's happening there? How, 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 do you, uh, how would you explain that? How would you say? How would, be specific. Ooh, I, I, I got to get my act together, too. Be specific. I just waste example. a lot of time. I, I get up. I go to sleep late. I wake up late. I get up intending to do this. I have a to-do list and I intend to do it. And as soon as I have breakfast and I start going online and I get sucked into the online hole and am reading and just wasting time and listening mm-hmm. to podcasts. And mm-hmm. I don't know where the time goes. Well, it's fine if you're listening. And to I this avoid, any, I avoid doing the things. That, yeah, it's mostly avoidance. I don't, I think it's, just, so you know what it is. Yeah. It's and it's getting pot, past and, it. It's yeah, really difficult. Yeah. And how? And energy level. I have a lot of trouble with uh, my energy level. I've been, I had, I have sleep apnea. I have, I started using a CPAP not long ago. So that's helping. Um, mm-hmm. Have you been to a doctor? You yeah. You go to regular do, doctor yeah. appointments? I have fibromyalgia. Like you know, I have different things. Things that are also, I mean, you know, not horrible. Right. But. Uh, well, we're not spring chickens for God's sakes. <laughs> no. Um no. so there's some of that. Some so, of it so is that's what I'm struggling with. Some of it is physical. Yeah. yeah. Um how's the job thing going? Have you I haven't really Do you have a plan? I sort of have a plan. Not really. I also a friend of mine might have a job for me. I, I like not working. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, but I can't keep doing that. And so I, you know, I, 
I don't mind working. I hate job hunting. I yeah. Really, uh, yeah. So just, do you think if you had a job that would organize your time better? I think, well, yeah, but then I would be frustrated that I didn't have enough time. I mean, one of the advantages of having been unemployed and still not getting anything done is when I do have a job, I realize that have not having the job wouldn't make me more productive. Like a lot of times when you're working, you're like, if only I didn't have to do this for eight hours a day, I could really get something done. But I know about myself that that's well, not I think that's true. a really I think that's really common. I mean, I've been yeah. on, personally, I've been on both sides of that, yeah. you know, um, and having a job definitely makes all of your time much more focused, mm-hmm. all of your free time. Yeah. I'm also trying not to like I, I smoke pot sometimes and that really messes up my productivity. So I'm trying to give that up. And mm-hmm. uh, I like to smoke pot. <clears throat> I use pot as a reward. Yeah. You know, like when I've... I use it to avoid stuff. You use it to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm generally avoidant. I think that's my big problem. Hmm. Yeah. The procrastinating, avoiding. Some of it seems a little physical, which could be an energy issue. Do you... Yeah. Do you do enough walking? No. And I have a lot of foot pain. That's the other thing. I started walking about nine months ago. Tried as the way to... Right. start getting healthier and i had enormous le- uh, foot pain Did so you- i have to lose weight i think mm-hmm. like i had um achilles tendonitis and then mm-hmm. now i also have fibromyalgic pain in my feet mm-hmm. and so the obvious solution is to lose weight but to do that requires Walking. exercising and or maybe that's a kind of a group a group I mean, you've done really, you do really well in groups. I do. You did really well with your psychological group and you did really well with your storytelling group. And there are many, many people who want to be more physically active and have a lot of obstacles to that. Have you thought about that? I have, but it's hard to find people that are at the same uh, level that you're at in terms of what they need and uh, are, you know, are proximal to you like live nearby right (laughs) you know how are you gonna Mm -hmm. uh Mm. you know i I tried for a little while with a friend of mine who was also trying to diet and exercise and i bought the jillian michaels 90 day workout routine Mm -hmm. and and i thought if i can do the first 15 minutes of this uh nine uh 14 cd collection i will be beyond like that's all their warm-up was right if I could do, I would be great. So, and that would happen there. I didn't do. I mean, I didn't get anywhere near. Uh, well, what about if you? I, I still. In, I mean, I intend to. I have an exercise bike at home that mm-hmm. I want to use, and I yeah. will. What walking can be really good because it's you. It's really quick and you, it's e- easy. Like a walk around the yeah, block. Yeah, but I have pain. You can't pain. do like. I can, but not uh, for mm. exercise. Like it's just mm. not. It's, well, I uh, no, I mean, these these are all real issues. I think, you know, making your, um, how about making your um, goals realistic? Do you do that? I do. I keep adjusting and changing and talk about it in therapy. I'm working on it. You are. Maybe eventually I'll, uh, you know, I'll figure it out. But it's, you are. it's uh, constant uh, uh, f- action and feedback and readjustment and trying to try it's also difficult to figure out what how much of it is resisting it and avoidance versus how much of it is legitimate 
trying to figure out what works best. And so, right, just to to, to yeah. accurately, and I think yeah. some of that—that's so the hard part—is right. And I think some of that. Um, I think it seems to me that your charm and your downfall is your self criticism, <laughs> because it motivates yeah. you in a lot of ways, and it, you and try it demotivates to, me in a lot it, of ways. Well, it keeps you from fooling yourself, yeah. but I think it's also really confusing when it comes to trying to actually be realistic about what you can and can't accomplish. Right. So I think that's really a good, good area, good area to work on. You, you know, have are you still in therapy at all? Or I do. So the day program that I was in, which, um, that was a group five days that, a week. Yeah. yeah. A therapy group therapy five days a week yeah. with borderline Actually, people. Actually, three right? three times a week was the group therapy, and then two days two a week was you. something else. Yeah, uh, but um, so now I'm doing that once a week. Oh, good. for the group therapy and uh, once a week for individual, and so it's you know the group is not quite as effective because you're not meeting as much, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly, but, I, I find it interesting, and I have to be in it to do the to have the day therapist so uh the individual but um do you feel like i mean it's really it's really like self-esteem problems and i remember right Mm -hmm. and i remember like when you were talking about um growing up in your family your mother just sounded i mean your father died when you were three three which is horrific and i remember thinking that you had a i mean who knows what would have happened but i i do do you get the feeling that you feel you weren't protected from your mom because he wasn't mm-hmm. around, which having the borderline mother that you had makes a lot of sense. Uh, so it would be natural that you would have self-esteem problems. And I think you're actually okay. Like you're like, yeah, I got self-esteem problems. I know that. Well, knowing it and, and overcoming it are two different things. Right. That's the hard part. Right. Is- so the hard part is like, and that's what we deal with in therapy. You know, feeling entitled, feeling lately we've been talking about how I'm not selfish enough <laughs> in general. I, I have an empathy problem. Really? In that I am too empathetic. And oh. I take on the world's and my friend's problems and feel responsible. Oh. And, uh, so, you, so you you feel like um, you want to help people. I do. And that's, and there's a certain... At my own... Uh, right. Uh, at my... It, to my own loss, you know, because because as long as because there is a lot of positive feedback in doing that. I don't I don't think I do it for that. No, I think it's because. Well, yeah. Well, if you help the right people, there is. <laughs> no, but like if you're helping narcissists, then uh, it's just furthering a uh, right a bad pattern. But right. Um, it's, but, but you feel that you can accomplish something by helping somebody else. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess lately what was the latest uh, uh, revelation in therapy was that I, I identify with people in trouble. And so I give to them as a way to give to myself. Mm. But Wow, that's a good insight. Really, I don't. It's, it's not to my benefit. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's also about values and feeling like we should all be taking care of each other. And in this horrible world where uh, there's oh, no man. safety net, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's fucking so, idealistic. Yeah. Um, but but you are also getting. Well, getting... it's not idealistic. It's it's uh, 
you know, it's it's painful because the world is a uh, the world is a, a lot really, of suffering, and and yeah. I I feel responsible to to alleviate suffering within my circle, and you can't no to the level that I feel I need to no. And then yeah. also, people, don't you ever feel angry? People, I mean, you sound like you set you perhaps set yourself up to be taken advantage of. I probably have. I'm trying to stop that. I'm trying to. I you know I got rid of some people in my life that were. Uh, sucking the energy out uh-huh. of me, one of them being my mother, and <laughs> well. uh, so I'm trying not to do that, and I'm try- and that's partly what I'm navigating is how to recognize imp- people, uh, uh, people who can give back to you what you give to them. Wow, you know, that it's a mutual relationship and not that you're you think you're helping them and you think they're uh, uh, grateful and you think. Really, I mean, the important part is you think they will have your back when you need them. And that's not a given. And I discovered that with a long relationship. And and you mean a long-term relationship? Uh, a friendship. A friendship. Been a 10-year friendship that and I realized I was not going to get back what I was giving her. And I was giving her a lot. And so I, luck, I mean, I didn't have... I don't know that I could have ended the relationship, but I it ended itself uh-huh. through some magical occurrence. Huh. But but um So I'm trying not to repeat that and I'm trying to figure out who I can give to that will give back. That's so smart. You sound really fucking healthy, frankly. <laughs> yes, me. You you sound you sound you know what I'm thinking now? I'm thinking that um you're in, you know, we kind of like, uh, you're definitely on, I mean, do you feel like you're on the upswing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And uh, I, I do want to have you back in two months. Because <laughs> I be honestly, and in a certain way, I feel like this is all so positive. There's really nothing to talk about. This is what I feel. I'm sorry. No, no, that's all right. <laughs> Um, I mean, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, it's interesting, it's, it's interesting, but you know what this is like, like with the first session you were on, you were kind of like on the beginning of the journey and we, we were like, yeah, we got to get this going, but you would clearly have it going. And I think you own that. Do you, in spite of the black hole? I don't know that I do. Or I don't appreciate that. I yeah, see the parts do. where I don't, I'm not. Okay, but when I push you on it, you will say, I am doing that. Or I, like, you just told me, you're, I think, um, um, I don't even want to make a joke about our president or anything like that. I almost did, and I don't even want to bother. But, and well, I certainly wouldn't want to do time. it in the room with you, uh, because that's insulting to you. And, uh, but the point is, is that like when, when we were talking just right now about you either, however the woman got out of your life, uh, doesn't even matter, but you, you were recognizing that that was a good thing for you and that you wanted to bring that sort of relation, you know, way of viewing and handling relationships forward in other areas of your life. And that is a very positive pro-growth thing that you said no yeah yeah 
It's, do you know that? <laughs> I do, but you I don't. Do. I, I see the ways that it's not happening. And I see, you know, it's like my apartment. You know, I, I my mother was a hoarder. When she died, I started fixing it up. And I've, uh, so it's been almost, almost, it'll be two years in September. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a month. And so people come over and they're like, oh, your apartment looks great. I go into my apartment. Sometimes I see, I, I walk around, I'm like, my apartment is amazing. But a lot of times I walk around like this I have to do, that I have to do. I haven't done this yet. You know, so I see the things that, the ways that I haven't done it. Mm-hmm, that's and then I also have a brother who's very critical of how I haven't done this and that. And Do you see your brother very often? Uh, not that often. I saw him a few months ago. Uh, around uh, another relative's passing. He's, he, he's I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, she was he's, 97. Oh, wow. I'm not sorry. That's awesome. <laughs> her her last words to me were basically uh, calling me fat. <laughs> you know, my mother used to say that to like all her home health aides. She's horrible. Yeah. So that's horrible. I'm not too that's broken her, up. No, but. that's horrible. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but anyway, you know, so I, I have that... Oh, and he's from my family of origin who, mm-hmm. you know, you have the dynamics that you have when you were growing up and we're still in that dynamic where mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, negativity and uh, criticism and I have to sort of push, you know, the, it, when it happens from somebody in that family, it, it hurts more and it affects you more than somebody randomly in your life. And mm-hmm. so I have to just have distance from take, that. Take a break from that yeah. because you're in a good place. You're in a growing place. And so that's just going to, you're not ready to deal with him yet, I think, maybe. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. you're getting there, though. I think this could all lead into like a nice relationship because you're starting to sound. Do you realize how, how well-adjusted you sound? Not yeah, just no. well-adjusted. <laughs> you sound like a survivor in the sense of somebody who's been through um, something really difficult and is healing and on the way to being healed on the way. Yeah. I just, uh, I, you know, time's running out. <laughs> is, is, is having a compliment tough? Is that part of it? Like, is it partly when I compliment you? Is that the problem? Like you're okay saying, acknowledging that you're okay and that things are going well. No, or I like compliments. I, but I, you know, since we're discussing it, I'm just talking about what's... What's wrong what's, with you? What, well, <laughs> I guess the whole picture, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if, you, if, you were, if you were tearing me down, I'd be, I w- maybe would say, well, I did this and I did that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely, mo- I'm more focused on the bad See, stuff. See, when you came in today um, from the original really brief discussion, you said, well, I'd gone to some storytelling and I did some but I haven't done much with dating. And then I thought, oh, she's resisting dating and um, maybe we're going to need it. I really thought we were going to need to talk about that, like what's getting in the way or, you know, what's happened when you've made attempts and stuff like that. But the way that you have it worked out in your mind surprises me from how you presented it at first, because Mm -hmm. the way that you have it worked out in your mind is very, um, sensible and healthy i think i mean that you found you did you went out first and did the thing that you wanted to do that you have control over you know because you are 
it's up to you to go out right and do it you just send an email like, <laughs> no but you're like show? i'm going out today i'm going to do that mm-hmm. you don't have to arrange a date with another human which is much more complex so you went out and did it and then you also see a future in that both socially which is really good whether you meet somebody you can date or not just but, friends yeah i mean so so you you're meeting new people and you're comfortable and happy meeting new people that way mm-hmm. which is in a sense saying hello to dating right so, uh, you know, I think it sounds really good. I just think that right now the cake is in the oven. <laughs> so there's not really, there's not, there's not really, there's not really that much to say. Okay. Except that I think, I think it would be good if you came back in two, two months and we can see now that we're on this road together, we might as well just keep going. What's two months, <sighs> September, October? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it. What do you think? Okay. Anything else going on in your life? We have uh, a few minutes left. Uh, is anything else going on in my life? What? What? Is there any new relationships, male or female, or anything that are developing that you no, think are kind of healthy? I, I don't uh, mean that has yeah. to do with dating. Uh, like, no, I trying to. I mean, a lot of it feels like a lot of people are leaving. Actually, like you, I had some good relationships, like one, you know, everybody's going to L.A. Mean? Well, Seattle and other places. Uh, so the people that I but I still feel I feel I still feel much more rich in the number of people I interact with these days as opposed to like five years ago or even oh, really? you know, three years ago. Yeah, that it's it, it feels like there's people out there and um yeah, I, I just, I feel if I, if I get out there, it's up to me, you know, if I have to leave the apartment, <laughs> basically, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's the first step. I know it's and hard. Well, if three I, bedrooms. If I did that, yeah. I'd be afraid somebody would run and take over. I know. I no, so, I mean, you like your apartment. I like my, but even when I didn't like my apartment, I just didn't go out. You, you know, a, if I don't have to, I, you know, the, uh, one of the jobs that may be coming that I might get. I would be working at home again and uh, that's not good for me. So, right. Uh, cause I, it's hard for me to get out of the house. It's easy for me to stay home. Right. We need to get your job and, out of the house. What, what kind of work would you, uh, administrative and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have any. So, but you do, but you skills. do like, you know, the whole Excel and yeah. word, word and all Excel, that Salesforce, uh, and have Mac, you, have PCs. you signed up with all sorts of, services to not go. yet why not because <laughs> oh, i'm avoiding oh uh, well that's bad i know yeah oh there See, there there See, that's is... what it is yeah I just okay don't... do you think you could do that in two months i have to because i'm running out of money okay I don't need to... well here's the thing yeah you don't need to get a job in two months okay i'm not no. going to put that on you but i am going to put on you that you have to produce well you don't have to put it on me because i have no but 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 we're giving you a deadline you need deadlines i do you need deadlines and you're going to report in deadlines i need to be uh beholden you need yeah you need to help me because i need to see like i am i am now emotionally invested in your your growth like am i your project yeah if you don't fucking get your shit together i'm not gonna have anything to prove i gotta i but also the thing is is that um, there are a lot of things you can do to look for work without actually having to get without the job. And like, you know, 
I mean, like what you did on, um, you know, filling out the form on Match.com that got you started, inspired you to start thinking something else. And you came up with something really healthy and that was suited to you. Meet people through storytelling. And I know I am 100% sure that if you take some measures to get a job that you will you know, you're obviously smart and astute at all this stuff. And that's going to, because that's the one thing that's holding you back now. That's the area of your life that's holding you back because it's not the job. It's what the job means. The job means getting out of the house. It means organizing your time. It means, well, I also need the money. I mean, I, I'm clear on that. I don't want to like find out at the, you know, when I, it, I'm, we we just about go, out of funds, goes you know. without saying There's all a, my a lot all of my anxiety in the background all my sweating uh, naked people in their basement hovels are 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 in the same boat with you with we, we, that goes without saying you need the money of course you need the money you're in a basement right now <laughs> in a, on a, a a radio on a radio station you know that uh, is in a basement you need you know you need to get out there obviously. So uh, we know that the money, we take that for granted, that you need the money. So uh, we need to see measurement in that, a measurement, a positive. What do you think you could do just tactically? What, what could you do right away to, to take, take charge in that area, do you think? Well, I could uh, go on the, like, monster and... Indeed, and just fill out upload some. my resume and fill out all the forms and do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could do that? I could. Do you think we'll Is make that a deal? Be my uh, assignment. Um, that's yeah, your her. assignment. That's your assignment in the next week. Those two things, and then mm, no, I have other no. things I have to okay. do. Okay, how about I'm dealing how about with the next... um, a lot of other stuff. Okay, right how now. about in a month? In a month, I could do it. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to write you an email in a month. Okay. And then in two months, you're going to come back. But by that time, I want to hear how you signed up, what happened. And there has to be at least one or two failed job interview attempts or job. I have. To I did have a, a, I thought I had a job. Really? And That's great. Yeah, what uh, was it? About a month ago at a nonprofit, a nice. friend of mine hooked me up and I thought I had it and I was being uncharacteristically optimistic oh, but wow. I did not get it. Oh. So I went on two in, three interviews and three interviews. For that, for that job, so. Oh, well they so obviously I did, yeah, I tried. Yeah, well the also Something. they liked you. You were Yeah. See, I really see, thought it was yeah, going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's the the hunting I hate. We all, it's, yeah, that, if, it's if a hunting. If there's a job that presents itself, I will go for it. Of course, yeah. of course, we know that. Yeah. Okay, so thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to write to me, I'm Dr. Lisa at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. And uh, Lisa Kaplan's here, and we're going to have her back. And we're going to, we're going to, um, She's going to have a job in two months or be close to one because that's the that's the final the final piece to the puzzle to really getting it all together. And uh, and we need you to do that. We all do.
Shit.